From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the U.S. sends a B-52 strategic bomber and F-22 stealth fighters for a joint air drill following recent provocations by North Korea. The Bank of Korea says inflation is expected to grow at the highest pace in 24 years this year. And President Yoon Sung-yeol is expected to approve a special pardon of former President Im Young-bak next week. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. A joint air drill between South Korea and the U.S. on Tuesday featured a B-52 strategic bomber and F-22 stealth fighters from the U.S. Air Force, according to Seoul's defense ministry. The drills took place in South Korea's air defense identification zone southwest of Jeju Island in an apparent warning to North Korea following its claim in recent days to have tested a solid-fuel rocket engine and conducted an important test in the development of a reconnaissance satellite. The drills that also featured South Korea's F-35A stealth jets and F-15K fighters comes as the Allies agreed last month to increase the frequency and intensity of the deployment of U.S. strategic assets on the Korean Peninsula. The Defense Ministry said the U.S. Air Force's F-22 jets from Kadena Air Base in Okinawa, Japan, were deployed to Kunzan Air Base in North Jola Province on Tuesday. The F-22s will remain in Korea this week for additional training with South Korea's F-35A jets to strengthen allied capabilities against Pyongyang's nuclear and missile threats. The powerful sister of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has blasted South Korean experts who cast doubts over the North's claims about what it calls a new spy satellite. In a statement carried by the North's official Korean Central News Agency on Tuesday, Kim Yo-jung said that she has grown bored and disgusted from listening to the nonsense of the wicked South Koreans. Kim took issue with the views of South Korean experts that the images purported to have been captured by the test satellite were crude and useless, or that the North is engaging in tactics to deceive the South. North Korea announced on Monday that it fired a test satellite in an important final stage test for the development of its first spy satellite, releasing low-resolution black-and-white photos of the South Korean capital city of Seoul and Incheon from space. The Bank of Korea says inflation in the nation posted an average of 5.1% through November, the highest average rate since 1998. The central bank believes that inflation will stay at around 5% for at least several months until price growth slows down gradually thanks to stabilizing oil costs. Kim Soyeon has more. The Bank of Korea says prices are rising at the highest pace since 1998. Bank of Korea Governor Lee Chang-yong on Tuesday explained the situation after the central bank revealed its biannual inflation assessment report. Consumer prices soared 5.1% year-on-year in the January to November period and are expected to post a high rise since 1998 this year. The current inflationary pressure has pushed the rate above the 4.7% witnessed during the financial crisis in 2008. Although the recent drop in crude oil prices and a stronger Korean one have curbed import prices, it was not enough to counteract rising labor and raw material prices. Due to the lifting of social distancing measures, inflationary pressure has risen on the demand side. A rise in salaries and raw material prices has also been transferred to product and service cost. 
In particular, prices of dining out have increased rapidly, posting a 30-year high of 9% in September. The governor stressed the need to concentrate monetary policies on fighting inflation, citing that consumer price growth is expected to remain above the bank's target inflation of 2% next year. The Bank of Korea is concerned that uncertainty remains high down the road, given supply-side risk factors that could spark easing oil prices to soar again, including Russia's war against Ukraine, sanctions on Russia, and possible oil production cuts. The assessment came as the central bank hiked its benchmark interest rate by a total of 2.75 percentage points since August of last year in an effort to tame inflation. Kim Soyeon, KBS World Radio News. President Yoon Suk-yeol is expected to approve special pardons ahead of the new year during a cabinet meeting on December 27th. A senior official at the top office said on Tuesday that working-level preparations are nearly completed and a review of candidates will likely continue through next Tuesday. The pardons are expected to be announced that afternoon before taking effect at 12 a.m. on Wednesday, December 28th. Former President Im Young-bak whose 17-year prison sentence for corruption was suspended due to health reasons, is highly likely to be pardoned. Former South Yongsong Province Governor Kim Yong-soo, a close aide to former President Moon Jae-in, is also being considered for a pardon without reinstatement, which would disqualify him from running for office until 2028. You are now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. The South Korean government has begun looking into China's so-called secret police stations following claims that Beijing is running such entities overseas to crack down on dissident figures. Various government agencies, including the police, military, and the foreign ministry, have been mobilized to investigate the existence of such clandestine Chinese police units. If the allegations turn out to be true, it may have serious repercussions on bilateral relations as they can be considered an infringement of sovereignty and judicial obstruction. Back in September... The Spain-based human rights group Safeguard Defenders revealed that Beijing was operating 54 police stations in 21 countries, mainly in Europe. In October, it further revealed the existence of 48 more such stations in 53 countries, including South Korea. The rival political parties have yet to break the impasse in their negotiations on next year's budget plan worth around 639 trillion won, or 495 billion U.S. dollars, with only about 10 days left in the year. Ruling People Power Party floor leader Zhu Ho-young on Tuesday expressed regret over the lack of progress even after the National Assembly missed the constitutional deadline to pass the bill, urging the main opposition Democratic Party to actively cooperate in state affairs. Zhu criticized the opposition for calling to scrap around 500 million won to operate a unit overseeing the police under the Interior Ministry, as well as a personnel information management team under the Justice Ministry, stressing that both were legally established. DP floor spokesperson Oh Young-hwan refuted the PPP's claims, saying his party has accepted the parliamentary speaker's arbitration proposal, which it deems to be illegal, to run the units with reserve funds. The ruling People Power Party has proposed that the government apply the alternative holiday designation for Christmas Day this year and Buddha's birthday next year, which both fall on weekends. PPP floor leader Ju Ho-young on Tuesday encouraged the government to review an extension of the alternative designation with consideration to boosting consumer activity, expanding people's right to rest, and responding to calls from religious communities. 
The alternative holiday designation for national holidays took effect in July 2021, but select public holidays like Christmas and Buddha's birthday were excluded. According to Ju, the government is positively reviewing the matter. The families of the Itaewon crowd crush victims expressed regret over Prime Minister Han Dok-soo's attempt to pay respects at a memorial altar set up near the site of the tragedy. In a statement on Monday, a committee representing the families criticized the official for not giving prior notice of his visit to the altar that afternoon, saying it is doing more harm than paying respect. The families added that when they demanded an official apology from the government, the prime minister abruptly departed without a response. They accused Han of attempting to evade responsibility by ordering that victims be referred to as the deceased and claiming that the tragedy could not have been prevented even if more police officers were dispatched to maintain order during the Halloween festivities. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index fell 18.88 points or 0.80% on Tuesday, closing the day at 2,333.29. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.